it's more of a mental sport than a physical sport and yeah, it's, I just got st stuck right into it from the start. Goals is a sport that you can play, you know, by yourself, so you can play 1v1 in a singles game or you can play as a team. Two of my opponents that I beat in the event were one of them was a gold medalist at the Commonwealth Games. If you look at our membership across the whole island, there's maybe around 500 people events like that and playing in you know Gold Coast I was in Sydney in May places like that make you a better bowler because you're more adaptable to different surfaces. Commonwealth has always been my main goal since the age of like 10. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Sportscast Jersey. Uh, today we are joined by local lawn bowler Megan Kivlin. How are you doing, Megan? Yeah, I'm very good. How are you, Dan? Good. Yeah, not bad, thanks. Not bad. Um, as always, whoever the guest is on my podcast, I always ask them if they they've always been to, into sport since a young age yeah I mean bowls has always been my thing anyway so I played bowls since I was what six or seven so like 16 17 years but I've always been sports oriented whether it's been hockey netball been playing a bit of cricket and softball but I always like to get stuck in but bowls has always been my thing yeah what kind of first got you into bowls was it was it a parents played it or did you just go up one day and loved it so my granddad has always pay, played it and um he was like oh you should come along and have a go and there was like this older gentleman that used to do like a little kids club so we'd gone along and I don't know it's just you get a buzz for it it's it's a game that's very addictive you can get hooked into it very easily because it just looks very easy and it's not yeah. So I think at the age of like six or seven, it was a different sport to your hockeys, your footballs. It's it's more of a mental sport than a physical sport. And yeah, it's, I just got stuck right into it from the start. Yeah, definitely. Were you good right from the start or was it was it progression kind of go as many a lot of times and you improved? Yeah, I mean, I've always kind of had a natural ability, but the more you practice, the better you get. So, like, because I've played for quite a few years now, like, I obviously do still practice. But when I was, like, in my teens, like, kind of 13 to 16, when I was kind of going through, like, the Scotland side and I used to practice, like, nearly every day. It's just one of those things. You need to get it ingrained into the muscle memory before you can get going. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um. Before we go into all of the success that you've had over the years, just explain the sport itself for people who probably aren't as aware as, like you say, the kind of hockeys and what have you. What what, what does it involve and what kind of the rules and the different aspects to it? So bowls is a sport that you can play, you know, by yourself. So you can play 1v1 in a singles game or you can play as a team. So you've got disciplines like pairs, triples and fours. There's lots of mixed disciplines as well. So you've got like, you know, all the Channel Island stuff that we play, that we play against Guernsey. You've got all of the kind of mixed event. We do like mixed pairs. Um, it's 
it's a funny sport it's it's the only way I can de- describe it you know you've got this one little white or yellow ball called a jack and the main aim of the game is to beat your opponents and get your balls closer than your opponent's balls um obviously depending on the discipline depends how many balls you play with so if it's 1v1 you've got four balls whereas if you're four versus four in a, in a fours game you've only got two balls so depending who you're playing with and what event it can change but the main aim of the game is to get your balls as close to the jack compared to your opponent yeah yeah absolutely well explained and it's an interesting sport and obviously we saw at Ireland games recently a lot of people would have seen bits of it there how we'll go on to what you've achieved but obviously you've represented Jersey but you've also competed for yourself and what have you how much do you enjoy the representing jersey side of things? No, I do enjoy it. You know, it's it is a little bit different because we obviously have to pay our own way. So financially, I mean, I use all my personal holidays for bulls, but no, it's a it's a buzz. You know, you're such a small net of people. Like you know everyone, even though you don't often play with them. And it's good that we can go away as a squad and actually like you some someone that you're playing with you might not play at the same club but they're probably your next door neighbor so it's it, no it's good it's definitely different to what I'm used to yeah yeah for sure for sure um I want to pick up on a few things um you sent over your portfolio and it's full of amazing things and in 2016 um you were the British Isles under 25 single champion and you were only 16 um yeah. how explain that feeling and that tournament itself I mean the tournament in itself like I was the underdog you know I was playing against people that had just recently been to the Commonwealth in 2014 and I was playing against two of my opponents that I beat in the event where one of them was a gold medalist at the Commonwealth Games so to me I was there to prove a point um, to follow on, you know, from the British Isles, the year before that, when I won the Scottish under 25s, I was there to prove a point. I didn't get picked for the international team. I, I think I, I got a trial, but I didn't even get considered it, even though I was up and, you know, I was up and coming. I was in the ranks and I was there to prove a point. So the British Isles was really the icing on the cake after the winning the national title. It was definitely, I think that was kind of one of the highlights of my career so far it's you know you're there yourself you've got to keep yourself going and I think that's one thing that I pride myself in that I love playing with other people but it's having the mental strength to keep yourself going it's it's difficult but no I do love it yeah and I kind of obviously that was a big success and obviously would have been proud of that but I want to touch on how you said you got rejected for the national how 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 much does it take to pick yourself back up after those kind of setbacks? I mean, it was a lot because not that people that had been picked didn't deserve to have been picked. But if you looked on a CV point of view, I had a lot more on there than what people had. Regardless, I mean, bowls, you can never record someone's ability off one game. So we used to go and do like a trial for a day. You can go and have a bad game, but then someone could have a great game and then have an, like an absolute shocker at the series so I mean at the trial I didn't even play bad so that was the thing that kind of got to me more is 
I thought I deserved a space other than people that had been in the team. And that's what was my then fuel for the following year. You know, I'm going to go and prove a point and make you regret not picking me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you did just that. So it's amazing, amazing to hear about the career. And we mentioned before about the different types of you play singles, play doubles. What do you prefer personally? Personally, I think I'd prefer pairs. Um, or well, I don't really know. I I love singles. Singles is my thing. Um, you know, I can keep myself going. I've got the mental strength and the capability of if I'm not having a good game. Sometimes you can't tell. I mean, if it's been a long day and you're out in the heat, then it's a bit different. But I I do. I'm quite good at keeping myself going. Whereas there's no particular event that I don't like. I will play anything and I'll play in any position. I like pairs because it's you often play with someone that you're either very close with or someone that you work well with and you learn each other's game like off the back of your hand and you know what they want and what they don't want and they know the same for you. So, yeah, I would probably say singles is my favourite discipline, but I'll play anything. Yeah, I think that I think that's important. You said you love them, all the, all the disciplines and playing all the disciplines. So... Is it just how much do you love this sport in general? Just is it the highlight of uh, your everyday kind of life, basically, to go out and have a game of long balls? Well, I would say I've probably put my life on hold, apart from maybe the last couple of years, like throughout my whole teens. I didn't have like a proper job that I was able to hold down because they wouldn't give me holidays for bowls or, you know, I used to work, I used to study and I played bowls in the evening or the weekend. So my life has always revolved around bowls. So yeah, I would say that I pretty much love the sport. I've dedicated a lot of my time to it. Um, I mean, this year in itself, I've not had a personal holiday. Every single bank holiday or every day off that I've had has been bowls. So you have to love the sport to dedicate all that time. I'd definitely say that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And you, you mentioned before about finances. Um, how, how much do you want other people to get involved in the sport to kind of support not only you, but the others on the island that have to go off island to compete and improve their game, really? Yeah, I mean, it would definitely benefit us as a sport. I mean, if you look at our membership across the whole island, there's maybe around 500 people. I mean, we've recently been away to Australia and some clubs had that in social members, never mind bowling members. So it would definitely put us in good stead. I mean, I'm currently working closely with Jersey Sport because I'm our development officer. So I'm trying to work on and see what we can do to improve participation to then get some funding, which would definitely do us do us good because, you know, it's not just the love of bowls. You're obviously having to put the financials in place as well. You're having to not go on family holidays or not have like a weekend away so you can you can afford to play and it's not some like a lot of people would look at it and maybe say that would put people off but the more people you get into the sport the better it'll be because you've got more numbers coming in so yeah, yeah I would definitely encourage people to get involved in it it's something that's easily to get hooked into that's for sure yeah yeah sure sure um one one last kind of question on your 
kind of career so far. Obviously, it's still very, you're still very young and there's plenty to come. But what's been, you touched on it before, but what has been your highlight to date? Um, I've, the British Isles is probably up there. Um, I've had quite a few events. You know, I got picked for the Hong Kong Classic in twenty seventeen. So at seventeen, you know, having to take like three weeks off of school to go into the other side of the world and compete, it was amazing. And you see what all of these players are doing. You know, year in year out. I mean, we've recently just come back from Australia. Um, we're in the Gold Coast. I would say that's that's up there, you know. I've never been to an event that's had that many participants take part in it. There was, what, 44 nations. So, you know, you were out there in, like, 27-degree heat or something in their winter, three games a day, like, seven hours of bowls. It was intense. But, yeah, I would say that's probably up there alongside the British Isles. Yeah, yeah. How... how... Obviously, the sport's amazing and going to play the sport's good, but how good is it to go to places like the Gold Coast and places like that to play the sport as well, to visit these places? It's amazing because, you know, every green is different. So, you know, we've got four or five on the island. Everyone's different. So when you're going away to all of these places, you're challenging yourself. You're not just getting used to the same thing and just doing the same thing over and over again. The game itself is hard and then you're having to adapt to all of these other greens and it's good. It enhances your ability and definitely improves your career in bowls because if you just done the same thing over and over again, you would get nowhere. So events like that and playing in, you know, Gold Coast, I was in Sydney in May, places like that make you a better bowler because you're more adaptable to different surfaces and that's what you need to be because... I could go on at eight o'clock and I could go on at two o'clock in the afternoon and it can be completely different. It can change throughout the day. So I would definitely say it's it's good going away and playing on these different surfaces. Yeah. Is, is that something that you like cherish and you want to do more in the future as well? Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, like my kind of long-term goal is Commonwealth. Um that could be anywhere in the world you know it was in Glasgow in 2014 the last one was in England both of those greens are really heavy but then and you've got I think what 20 2018 was over in Australia so you're having to constantly adapt um and yeah definitely it's it's one of those things that by doing it and getting to these events you just you can become better yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um we kind of touched on it before, but obviously you started young. How much would you encourage parents to maybe try out bowls as an alternative to maybe your footballs, your netballs, your, your big sports? But how much would you encourage them to take their kids to have a go at bowls? Oh, I would encourage it, definitely. I mean, we done um a summer camp a couple of years ago with Jersey Sport up at Le Canopy, which is the club that I play at, it's in Brellards. And all of the kids loved it. You know, it's something that looks so easy, but it's not. And, you know, as, as a child coming and just looking at it and think, okay, I can just roll this little thing and it'll just go there and it doesn't. It's challenging. You know, it's enhancing all, you're looking at your mobility your stability your mental capacity you're you're looking at everything and 
it's something that you're not ha- you don't have to be physically active to do it you don't have to be social to do it you can if like children come in and they want to do one-to-one sessions then that is possible you know if they come in and get through the ranks they can go on and play themselves you know we've got a variety of members within all of the clubs it would definitely be something that I would say to get in at a young age like being through what I've been through you discuss it with all of our members all the time that come in at an older age and they say you know I wish I'd taken up when I was younger so it's something that you get better with over time but you're constantly learning so it's, it doesn't get boring no it's not like your hockeys or your footballs where you know you're constantly the the goals in the same place the lines are in the same place you know you can change the jack length you can the jack can move once you're in gameplay so you're constantly having to be adaptable so no definitely I would encourage anyone of any age to get involved yeah definitely and yeah like you say any age as well because I know someone that started bowls they're they're older but they're loving it so much so even for the older generations just go and have a go I think is the key message and how how good is it socially as well obviously you're you're competing at a high level but at a social kind of level how good is the sport it is good you know all of the clubs have bars which is definitely a good thing but like you know they do Sunday competitions they do Saturday leagues you know we have a Thursday league that the men and the ladies compete separately but against all of the other clubs and you have a couple of drinks after the game or you know you socialize the the clubs do like social evenings where it's bingo whether it's karaoke there's always something going on that you can get involved in if you want to just come up and watch some games and have a cup of tea or if you want to have a pint, you can. So the social side of it is improving and there's a lot more members that are getting involved these days. I would say that for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, A few, a few tips from you as well for any starter or even someone that's in the sport now. You coach, don't you, as well? So, yeah. so what are your kind of tips for people who might be starting the sport and top tips to be successful in it? I would say patience and perseverance are two like factors that I always say that take into the sport. You know, you're never going to be perfect. I'm not perfect. I've played bowls for about 17 years. We all make mistakes. If we were robotic we'd be amazing at it but we're not we're all human so you know you can go on and look at how someone is playing or you know look at someone else's game but the focus is on you you can go out I mean I can still go out this I could go out tomorrow and I could get beat heavily or I could win heavily so it's I I just the one thing I would say is to have faith in yourself and persevere through it so it's like it can be a mentally tough sport you know, because if your balls aren't going where they want them, to, where you want them to, it can be difficult to, you know, comprehend those feelings and why is it not going there? So I, I just wouldn't be, the one key thing is just to not be too hard on yourself because a lot of people that get involved in balls often have, you know, family that's involved or they know someone and they can see what they're capable of, but it doesn't mean you can't get there. It just takes time. Yeah, no, good advice. And how much do you enjoy the coaching side of it? 
I do really enjoy it. You know, I used to do it more when I was back in Scotland. I was doing a lot more coaching, just more time-wise because I didn't have, you know, a proper job and because I was going and bowls was my main passion. Like I used to do like Friday afternoons and, but I've got a busy full-time job as it is. So I do enjoy coaching. I do coaching up at our club, up at St. Brellard's and we've got usually it is the older generation or someone that's looking to just try something different we don't often get many you know children we've had a couple but not a lot I mean long-term plan is to try and you know set up like a youth league that in say five ten years time that that can run itself but we just need to get people in to to get that going so we're just kind of looking at who to reach out to and what we can do to try and get people in because I know other people within the clubs that coach. They they love it. You know, it's it's rewarding seeing someone come out of any age. They don't even have to be a child to, you know, you've coached them, you've seen them come up, they've had a couple of years at the club and you see them winning things. It's yeah. it's rewarding and it makes it worth it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we've talked about the social side, but in my head as well, it's not easier because you still have to work really hard to succeed, but to get to those top levels in this sport compared to the bigger sports, football, cricket, rugby, what have you, you can do it and you can see through people like yourself that you can reach those levels. So how, how encouraging is that if people do want their kids to kind of push on in sport, to kind of show them that there is a kind of pathway to those top levels? Yeah, I mean, the pathway that we've got in place it's only been officially implemented the last couple of years. You know, if you're doing well at club level, you then get put in, you know, kind of national level. So you're playing against the the Guernseys. We have a test every year where Ireland come over, things like that. You then get a chance and a bite at the cherry of those. And for someone who's just at club level to then move to that stage, it's, it's a big thing. Then you've got, you know, the international level. So you're going away playing Scotland, England, Ireland, Wales. You're you're playing against them for the British Isles titles. You know, that that in itself is is a big thing. And then, you know, you've got all of the bigger events like the Commonwealth, like the World Bowls. There's there's a stage for everyone. So whether you want to progress and just be a club player or whether you want to get to a high level, the pathway is there to enable you to do it. Like it may take you a couple of years, but it's it's something bowls is a sport that no matter how old you are, you don't have to retire like you are at cricket thirty-five or you know, we've got members that are in their eighties, even nineties that sometimes are still playing bowls. So they've been through the pathway that we're, you know, talking about. They've been at the top of their level and they're now happy just to play like a Wednesday afternoon league or just get themselves involved. So is someone coming in, there is pathway there to get to a high performance level. But if you don't want to, there are other things in place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's key to any sport to have that social side, but to also have that pathway for the ones who want to push on. Um, yeah. what, one last question for me today. Um, back to you and your career. You kind of touched on it earlier, but what are your future goals? How how high do you want to go in this sport? You know, like I said before, Commonwealth has always been my main goal since the age of like 10. 
I've always looked at the Commonwealth as, as my goal. I mean, if you look at bowls, um, Alex Marshall, he's the most decorated Commonwealth Games um, athlete. Um, he's got the most gold medals. He used to live around the corner from me. So you look at someone like him, who are sponsored by the same company, we used to speak very regularly. He's just someone from my hometown. That's that's where I want to be. You know, he's he goes over to Australia for six months of the year and gets paid to play bowls. You know, I just long term, definitely Commonwealth. Um, I wouldn't say no to taking opportunities off island if it did come. Um, but Commonwealth is probably the main the Commonwealth and World Bowls getting you know selected on that stage and hopefully bringing back a medal you know bowls and jersey we haven't achieved any medals yet we've been close you know we've got um athletes that have got to quarterfinals um even in the ladies you know you had um lindsay greekin and kate nixon they got beat by a daylight robbery in the <laughs> um in the i think it was the quarterfinal or the semi-final to go for the gold medal match so um, and I think that was the bronze medal. So if they'd won that, they would have got the bronze medal. But it's there, you know. It's just you need to keep digging away at it, and it will eventually, it eventually come. So yeah. yeah, I would say that's kind of my long term ambitions. I mean, it's uh, difficult because they're obviously talking about not the com the next Commonwealth not going ahead. Yeah. Which is obviously quite disheartening as an athlete who puts in lots of lots of money and a lot of time. For that to be, you know, the main stage and it potentially be pulled from underneath you. Yeah. How, how much do you believe in yourself that you can reach that level and go there and get a medal one day? Oh, I mean, definitely. I think amongst all of our Jersey bowlers, we're all more than capable of it. It's how you cope under the pressures that are there, you know. It is like any other sport. You've got people that are not shouting for you that are shouting against you you've you've you're sat in some events you've literally just got one rink and either side of you there's chairs there's big stands so it's just you and I, I think we're more than capable of doing it um it's just having the mental capacity to just keep yourself going because it can be tough out there yeah yeah for sure no good luck Megan and Thank you for coming on and speaking about your sport. And I found it really interesting because I have to admit, I didn't know much about lawn balls before this. So it was, <laughs> it was good to talk and good to kind of see another sport from a passionate player and sports star point of view. So, yeah, thank you for your time. No, it's all right. No, good, good. Thank you to everyone uh, that's watched or listened to this podcast. Um, another episode of Sportscast Jersey is coming soon.